everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of the Lit Auntie Podcast. If you're a frequent flyer here, then you know that we are a content space dedicated to changing the way women view fulfillment. All right. That means that, you know, we don't um, obsess over finding romantic love. We prioritize living a passion-filled life. So in that regard, we meet on Clubhouse like we are right now. That's a lie. I'm not on Clubhouse right now. I started on Clubhouse, um, gave it a minute, and then I'm like, this is not a topic that like, you know, is like, oh my God, I need a bunch of feedback. I um, waited for like a minute and a half um, and... You know, it wasn't a big crowd, (laughs) to say the least. So I just kind of let it go. And now I'm recording on my own. But typically we meet every Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in order to discuss relevant topics, things that are intersectional with the Lit Auntie lifestyle. And in this case, today we're talking about solo travel, something that I really love talking about because... um, I just feel like it's so taboo still, which is so interesting. And then in light of the pandemic, travel has stopped. Um, You know, like that frequent traveling or whatever, it's gone down generally to um, necessity. You know, it's like, why put yourself in danger? Some people might be still catching flights, doing their own thing, all that. Good for you. Yeah. But generally, if you were thinking about solo travel, the pandemic created one more legitimate excuse not to travel. But at least for the vaccinated, the streets are starting to open up and become a little bit more convenient to use. Um, Hopefully they get cheaper, but that's day by day, child. Um, And so I thought this would be an interesting topic to talk about. I'm surprised I haven't spoken about it already. It's one of my staples. It's one of these things that I love talking about. I take a solo trip pre-pandemic haven't done it since the pandemic um pre-covid I took a solo trip once a year at least okay and that's not really counting um the you know like weekends and I and I also travel alone um period I might meet up with the group but like for example last weekend or a couple weeks I don't know what day it is but anyway um, I only know what time I got to be here for the lit <laughs> But anyway, um, last, no, whatever. A couple weekends ago, I went to a, wi- a wedding in Maryland. So I met up with people um, at the wedding and at the after party. We did brunch the next day. That was cool. But I traveled down by myself. I stayed by myself, which is one of my favorite things to do. Okay, we're going to get into that. Um, and that was it. And I met up with people for festivities. And I do that often. I'll travel down somewhere, stay by myself, and then meet up for a particular event and then do my own thing, you know, and I'll talk about the things that I like to do while I'm on a solo trip. But we're going to get into it. So solo tripping, pretty much what I just said, traveling by yourself. It could be to take the entire vacation by yourself. It could be to take a portion by yourself, or it could be to just travel down, stay alone, but also to, you know, going down for a particular event where you'll be with other people. Does it matter? No. But solo travel, let's not just keep it at the destination. The journey, look at that microcosm of life, okay? The journey is also something to be valued as well. And that's why I recommend that any woman who is in the process of 
becoming the lit auntie, <laughs> meaning that you live a passion-filled life and not one obsessed with finding romantic love, any woman on that journey and any ally should should consider um, solo traveling. It's one of my favorite things to do, and um, it's a great way for me to reacquaint myself with myself because, you know, a lot of things can happen that can remove or, or push us further away from our true identity, from who we truly are. You know, we get jobs in a, in a, in a year. You think about your, you get a job or you get a promotion or heightened responsibilities or less responsibilities. You lose a job, whatever the case is, that starts to influence your identity. You're now that person, that person, the lawyer, that person who lost a job, that per- you know what I'm saying? Like it really influences you in what you do. Um, relationships, lose a friend, get a friend, lose a man or a partner, get a partner. Um, the list goes on. Different things can affect your identity, but the lit auntie inherent in living a passion filled life is your passions. You have to know you. You have to know what you're passionate about unapologetically. And you know what the best way to do that is? Experience it. And how do you do that in the best light? Unapologetically. So how can you unapologetically experience things in order to know yourself better, know your passions, things like that? Hope I wasn't going too fast, but the answer is solo travel. Okay? At least one answer. Um, You're by yourself. No judgment. No one's around looking at you. And yes, we need to get to the place in life where we're just not worried about what other people have to say or think about you. Of course, sure. Like, I don't care. But the the fact is, no matter where you're at, it's going to be exponentially easier to do anything when no one's around looking at you and watching you and judging you, etc. Right? Solo travel. Do you guys get the feeling that I enjoy solo travel? I hope so. So anyway. That's what I mean by solo travel. And I'm going to give a, a quick plug to my homegirl. Proud that she's my homegirl. Influencer. Pretty Little Lawyer on um, Instagram. At Pretty Lil, L-I-L, Lawyer. Pretty Lil Lawyer. Um, Kara, she's amazing. She, if you want like real travel tips and, you know, economics and experiences and all of that kind of stuff, you should follow her YouTube page. Um, her Instagram, Pretty Little Lawyer, and all these things. She has a blog. Um, she'll give you the nitty gritty. She's all things destinations and decor. Okay? Oh my gosh, she's gonna love me for this. This this wasn't even paid, y'all. All right, that's just my homegirl, and she's where I go for um all of the answers. But I'm just here to talk about it from a general standpoint, from the lit auntie standpoint. So two areas I wanna get off, and then we'll you know wrap that up. Since I took myself off Clubhouse tonight, there's no one to jump on and give any um, experiences, feedback, whatever. Um, But you always are free to talk in the comments of this podcast um, or when I post it on Instagram um, to share your thoughts, experiences. You can always express yourself. It's a community. If you're in our Facebook group, let's talk about it. But here we go. So first, the prom, the the prawns, (laughs) the pros and then I'll get into the cons and I'll interweave my own personal experiences throughout this conversation. So for the pros, the biggest thing that I love about solo travel is that it's your own schedule. In fact, the biggest thing that I hate about group travel is that it's not really your own schedule. There's usually an itinerary that is stressful 
and um, usually impossible to complete. Gives you a sense of failure. And a lot of times you have to compromise on what you want to do because it's a group thing and it ain't all about you. So you got to make sure that you do what everybody else wants to do. They want to eat somewhere, you got to eat there. You know, um, if the group wants to do this excursion, you typically got to do this excursion. If they want to go to this club, you should probably go to that club. You know, you're on the group trip. And usually group trips might even be focused around one person. It might be a bachelorette trip. It might be a birthday trip. You have no idea. Whatever it is, it might even be a destination wedding. Whatever it is, even worse. Because then you really got to do what only one person does. There ain't even enough democracy in a joint. You know what I'm saying? But that's how the game goes. My point is, group trips, you you usually got to go with everybody else. But what is vacation if not going with the flow? Not something I do easily. But when I'm by myself, I'm going with my own flow. And my flow is pretty fire. Okay, so I I love it. You know, you go on your solo trip and you can plan out your days. Here's another thing, right? When I, in particular, when I'm solo traveling, there's, you know, there's things that I want to do on every trip that I know for a fact people are, you know, grossly against. For example, I like to carve out a best case scenario, at least a day. You know, could be longer, but um, usually a day where I'm inside. I'm inside the hotel that I paying. I'm paying for this. I want to experience it. I want to lay in my hotel bed and watch TV. That's what I want to do. And so, um, you know, people are like, "Oh, I didn't pay for no vacation to come and do the same thing out here that I could do in my own room." You know what? Fair. <laughs> okay, I don't think. I I don't disagree with you necessarily because I think vacations are about doing what you want to do. So if that's not something you want to do, you shouldn't have to do it. But you also shouldn't rain on my parade, okay? You Now you can be unapologetic with yours. I, I mean, one time I was in Milan, okay? I stayed in bed. One, I First of all, I got this one-bedroom apartment in Milan fire artwork everywhere you know it was just it was decked out it was fire I don't know what I was doing man I was 26 but anyway got this one bedroom apartment in Milan um and instead of going out seeing the sights all those things which I eventually did because I spent some time there um but I spent an entire day I ordered pizza yeah real typical pizza well like I think I got some garlic nuts I was wild and they knew I was American I didn't even know it took me so long to translate and try to figure out what pizza I wanted and I think it just ended up being some pepperoni child but anybody who know me knows that's how it go so anyway order some pizza I got beer from the corner store because they sell the bottles um in like these huge like 40s of like I got like a 40 of Heineken okay it was crazy or even it looked bigger actually but whatever and I was sipping the Heineken out of a fancy wine glass because they had all these artsy looking dishes in the Airbnb and I was eating my my pizza on a plate you know not a paper plate in on a dish you know what I'm saying and I was binging suits at the time. Oh my God. It was the life. I was naked. Whoever also knows me, I like, I'm, when I'm by myself, I'm usually naked. So TMI, all you want. But at the end of the day, I was doing what I want. You can't really do that with other people in the room, can you? No. 
so many things about that people don't enjoy. Oh, I'm not coming. I've ordered McDonald's abroad. I've ordered KFC abroad for sure. Um, like people are like, you know, oh, I can't, um, go to another place. I can't go abroad. I can't go somewhere else to eat the same food I could eat here. See what I'm saying? So many spaces for conflict and stress on a vacation you paid for. Think about it. Consider it. And lastly, a pro that I'd like to talk about for um, solo travel is the creative bursts you get. Okay? We spoke about treating yourself. We spoke about your own schedule. But, you know, seriously underestimated the amount of creative bursts that you get when you travel. It's like I actually never saw myself as a creative person as I grew into my role as a trial attorney. I started to see my creative side come out in a very analytical and nerdy way, but still creative nonetheless, storytelling, um, production. (laughs) I'm a producer. But other than that, I don't really have much space in my life for a lot of creativity pre-Lit Auntie. And then I started traveling and traveling by myself. And when I traveled by myself, just the people watching, observing, the stuff I don't I don't observe much because I like to talk a lot, you know, and I'm I'm pretty loud. But anyway, when you by yourself, you can't be talking to yourself. So what did I, what what was I doing? Watching people, people watching the, the clothes they would wear, their mannerisms, how they would speak. It was all just creative. It was all and just like seeing how other people lived. Not like on you know. When people go to Africa, be like, oh, I want to adopt a baby and see how the other side lives. Like, no, I, that's not, <laughs> not that, obviously not that that's all there is to Africa, but I was playing on the foolishness that occurs and people think that's normal. But anyway, my point is really getting to see how other people live, including rich people, going out to Milan and seeing these people in, in the cars that they're driving and the food that they eat, the restaurants they eat at, the how they sit, they, they how they spend their free time, their leisure, talking to Airbnb hosts, like your world really opens up. I mean, oh my God, I I was just sitting, you know, in Paris, just th- by myself, okay, and I was just thinking, like, I could do this. I could get a little, you know, condo or something in a little Parisian neighborhood and, you know, just come out for two weeks in a year. That's something I can aspire to. Why not? Well, it's not actually going to happen because I ended up hating my time in Paris overall, but I will get to that in a second as I wrap up this um, creative burst. But when I get to the con section, but you know, this last pro is really interesting. It's like, you know, getting to see how other people live their lives can really inspire you on how um, how to live your passion-filled life, how to curate a life that's best for you. You can take bits and pieces of what everybody else is doing and toss everything else away. This is truly your life, your oyster, and you don't have to do anything you don't want to do, okay? Including the quote-unquote good stuff. You don't have to just, I'll tell you another thing, just random, just because we talk about passion for the living in this whole thing. I grew up thinking like, oh, I want to, I want to buy a house and rent it out, da, da, da. And then I did it. And, then I, and now I'm like, you know, my biggest dream was really to live in a skyline, a sky, what do you call it? Um, 
a high rise, <laughs> high rise, like apartment, like really high up views of the city. Um, and just floor to ceiling windows and just luxury everywhere, like a hotel or something, architecture, all that. And all this other cool stuff. That, that's really what I want to do. Something sexy, something hot, you know, uh, especially at this age. And I should have spent my money on that. Now, no, I shouldn't have because I'd have been pouring money into that um, instead of getting anything out of it, unlike my other situation. But, you know, I'm just saying, you live and you learn and you experience things and you make decisions. You can take bits and pieces of what you see and leave whatever else you don't like, leave that behind, okay? So those are my things. Plugs, pros for solo travel. It's your own schedule. Treat yourself and the creative burst. And for any tips on traveling, again, I'm going to plug Kara at Pretty Little Lawyer, L-I-L Lawyer, um, on Instagram. She's all things design. No, sorry. All things destinations and decor. I just love that because alliteration is my thing. But anyway, now on to the cons and I'm be quick about it because I'm not here to discourage you, but I am here to get you the rail. And um, let's talk about some cons. One, it can be very expensive. You're not, ex- you're not splitting Ubers. You're not splitting hotel rooms. You're not splitting even with your man. Like, you know, if you, I don't know how people do um, vacations. I actually haven't done one in like, um, six years so or more so and the last one was trash anyway because I paid for everything wow that's <laughs> okay telling all my business but that was before I was a lit auntie so anyway expensive you're not splitting certain things you're not you know you're going out to eat all that and everything's on you gratuity you know tax everything so it can it adds up get your money up Money ain't a thing for the aunties, okay? And maybe it is, okay? But eventually, you live in your passion for life, and I'm sure being broke ain't part of it. So work on it. Get your credit down. Do all that. That's a separate room. But it's expensive, so know that. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. The next um, con, I'd say, is that it's it can be dangerous, especially as the lit auntie, especially as a woman. Like, especially as a bad one, too. Like, you know, you walk in them streets. I remember going, I was traveling in Athens, and um Athens in general has like this large prostitution um like situation where people you could be dressed in regular clothes and people think you a prostitute apparently and I was told by my Uber driver when he was picking me up from the airport he was like yo be careful he ain't say yo but I can't remember also the cops in um Athens are fine as hell just wanted to say that but I'm just digress um my Uber driver was like Yo, um, be careful because you look like a prostitute. And I was like, oh. <laughs> what? And he was like, no, 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 no. You're black and there's a large black population of prostitutes in Athens. And they don't all just, you know, walk, crawl the streets naked. And you might be mistaken for one. And also, um, he was black too. But anyway, he... He was saying, like, you know, even officers might stop you thinking you are one if you're out past a certain time. So, like, try not to be out past dark. And I was like, what? That's whack. But I wasn't planning to anyway because on my solo trips, I'm not here out here trying to club and hit the streets. And if I am somewhere trying to club and hit the streets, like when I was in London, whoo, those are some stories. I might have to be another room. Whoa. Okay. 
Sorry, I was like zoning out with those memories. But um, in when I'm hitting the streets trying to club, I'm usually in a space where I'm meeting people. Like when I was just in Maryland, um, when I went to London, I definitely connected with some of my um, cousins, friends from Howard. Shout out to the real HU. <laughs> One of my biggest regrets. But anyway, um, I... I meet up with people and then I go clubbing. I'm not going to solo travel and just try to hit the club. Like that's not what my solo travel is about. My solo travel is typically just rest and restoration and rests again type thing. But anyway, I digress. The danger. You can be mistaken for people, all that stuff, but also, you know, just the same danger that it is anywhere else. No, you know, everywhere is dangerous. Generally, you know, if you look like a target, you're going to be a target. Right. And, um, I, it got to a point where when I was doing, so I went on a bar trip and I traveled to eight different cities in Europe in a month by myself. Loved it. I mean, by the time I hit the end, it was close to my birthday. Um, I couldn't wait to go home cause it was close to my birthday and I wanted to be around my people and all that stuff. So I get it. But generally I loved it a whole month by myself traveling. Okay. But that entire month I wore a wedding band. Didn't even have a man, child. Wasn't even traveling with one. All right? I was by myself. But I saw that tip on, like, one of the blogs back in the day. And they were like, yo, people, if they think that you are meeting a man or a man is waiting for you somewhere or who will notice that you are gone quickly or something like that, they'll be less likely to treat you as a target. So I was flashing that thing, walking around like, yeah. mm -hmm." And I would even bring that up in conversation because, you know, I'd be, you know, hitting the street, especially in Paris, you know, and, um, I'd go out to eat or a little drinky drink. Um, I was always inside before dark though. Uh, get myself a little drinky drink and, um, order my meal, have my Kindle with me, always reading when I'm solo tripping. That's my favorite thing to do. I love to read memoirs that talk about creative bursts, like just, I'm meeting other people, but then I'm learning about people that I admire. Like, anyway, I'm nerding out back to me. So, um, and men would still approach you. Okay. Men would approach you, especially if you're alone. And I would just say, yeah, oh my God, I just needed a break from my husband. You know, he's wanted to see a bunch of boring stuff. So we're going to meet up in like 20 minutes, an hour, like depending on how far I was in my meal. Um, that, you know, I felt that pressure to do that. It can be a little dangerous. I'm not out here to be a target. And guess what? Praise the Lord. I made it through. Okay. I'm back here. I'm here to do this. So, um, we spoke about it being expensive. We spoke about it being a bit dangerous. Um, you can also try to avoid that with travel groups. Like you can still solo travel, stay in hostels where, you know, other solo travel travelers will be. Um, you can try travel groups to meet up with. So, like, if you're in a travel group, I've never done it, but I have home homegirls who've done it. I think Pretty Little Lawyer did it at some point, so that was great. But um, I have, like, met up with people who I knew were in those groups and, and the connections I've made from those groups. So it's like, all right, I'm going to be in Paris. Oh, right, oh where my girl Hillary going to be out in Paris too? So, like, da, da, da. you know, so there's that. Be careful with the dangerous stuff. Um, but lastly, the last con I have is that it can be a little lonely, duh, right? Solo trip, you alone, so it can be lonely. Not the whole thing. You just got to be mindful. I wasn't, I just had a bucket list of places that I wanted to go to in my life. And so I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna, um, just travel to these different cities and 
countries and places and da 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 whatever. And it's going to be great, right? Turns out, you know, I going to Paris, the reason, and I stayed there for nine days. The reason why I hated it is because it was romance everywhere and I was single as hell. Didn't even have a little boo thing to send a little something to or, you know, if I, if I had it like that, which I did not and I do not, okay? But if I had it like that, you know, hit him up like, oh, you know, um, let me fly you out for a couple of days out here, you know? Like something, something like if I was getting a little too lonely, flying out for a couple of days, flying back, nothing crazy. If I had it like that, shout out to Ari and Moneybag, yo, that's another room. Um, but um, do your thing, sis. I don't see nothing on its face wrong with what you did, even as a single woman, because you're single until you married, according to Lil Auntie. But you know, um, you can do what you want. You got it like that. You do that. That's your man, okay? As long as you're taking care of yourself like that, then hey. If you got that, spend that. That's how I feel. But anyway, back to what we're talking about. It can be kind of lonely. So you should look out for romantic places. Um, you should look out for places that like are group travel. So like another thing about Paris, I mean, so I went to, in that trip, I went to London, Paris, Athens, Santorini, Rome, Milan, Barcelona, and Stockholm. In, and that was off the top of my dome because let me tell you how much I was bragging Okay, and this is back in 2016, and I'm still talking about it. In fact, yeah, I went from, like, August through September 2nd. So, like, August something. August 1st, I think, through September 2nd, something like that. And um, I'm still, I, I was talking about it every day. Like, just dropping the cities left and right. So, I I really have the cities stuck in my mind as of right now. But, yeah, so I, you know, went to Paris for, like, nine days and the longest time I spent anywhere, I wish I spent longer in Milan. It was my favorite city. But anyway, um, there even, so it was romantic. I went to the Eiffel Tower, but then also I went to, um, different, like the Louvre and Sacre-Cœur and different places that are super touristy. And I had nobody to take pictures of me. Whack. I had nobody to do like fun stuff. Like, you know jumping off of stuff and taking action motion pictures and all that. It was just like people were doing fun stuff and I couldn't do it. Okay. So that was kind of, I was in London in the little red telephone booth. How the hell taking selfies? That's whack. Like, <laughs> come on. So you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it. And to experience new things with sometimes you want to have somebody there to experience it with. So I think solo trips are best when it's focused on like relaxation spots, you know, where you're just trying to, get back to you and 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 take care of you so like cruises if you're into it I'm not I'm more of a resort girl I don't leave the resort I I get a resort with all the amenities that I want like the spa uh, a swim up bar but really it's not really a swim up bar I could walk to it because I don't know how to swim and it's it's nothing less than or nothing more than five foot deep I can't do that okay like a nice little bar you got like little beach access with the chairs and the 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 um, the waiter serving you drinks on the bar, on the beach. I like that. That's what I do. And I read and, and then when I go back to my room, I watch TV and like, I'll be living my life. Cause I guess I can do some of that stuff or a lot of that stuff at home, but it's luxury and it's a change of pace and scenery. And I don't know nobody and I do what I want. So I highly recommend it. Um, so those are my experiences, generally, there's a few more, but those were illustrative of the points that I was trying to put out today. Um, we spoke about 
what it is. I plugged my friend Kara. She knows nothing about this. And this is really going to be a way for me to see if she even listened to this thing. Because then uh, I'm waiting for that text where she's like, oh, my God, girl, you didn't have to. But I'm plugging her because I want to because she's phenomenal. The work that she does, she is so consistent. Um, and her de- decor is fire. Her destinations are fire. So if you need any actual tips on how to survive outside of what I've just said, then um, on your solo trip journey or any travel journey, hit up Pretty Little Lawyer, L-I-L, Pretty Little Lawyer. Um, she has a YouTube page, a blog, and um, an Instagram page where she's very active in her stories. So that's all the time I got for y'all today, honey. I'm a little hungry. Those are the points I wanted to get off. I hope you got something from this. If you have any response to this or anything you want to share, talk about your stories. First of all, you know my DMs are always lit, right? So if you actually want to have a conversation, you can hit me. But really, I'd appreciate any engagement you can give me. Um, comments, sharing the post, telling other people to listen to the podcast, you listening to the podcast. All of that is free. And all of that really helps me and keeps me going and keeps me motivated. I really appreciate you guys always listening to the podcast, all 10 of you. Um, and, uh, it's no, seriously, because if I had 10 people showing up to listen to me talk in person, that would feel like that would, that would be insane. That would, that would feel incredible. So I really do appreciate you guys. And I hope you're still enjoying. If there's something else you want me to talk about, hit me up. But in the meantime, until next time, please, darling, stay lit.